Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. If you're not a Swifty, you may be unaware that Taylor Swift is currently in the process of re-recording her first six albums, the ones she doesn't own the master copies of. And sometimes that means revisiting songs she wrote about an ex. That song, All Too Well, is reportedly about actor Jake Gyllenhaal, who was nearly 10 years older than her when they dated 10 years ago. But the song in its 2021 form has many wondering, when is a bit of an age gap inappropriate? Is it more about the power they hold than the years between their birth dates? Today, we look at relationship age gaps and whether there's a line that once you cross, you tip into predatory territory. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. are some of the lyrics from Taylor Swift's re-recording of her song All Too Well on her new Red album, Taylor's version. The now 10-minute song was re-released with a short film to accompany it, which stars a 19-year-old Sadie Sink as Taylor and 30-year-old Dylan O'Brien as the Jake Gyllenhaal character, almost the exact age gap that was in play when Swift dated the actor for three months at the end of 2010 when she was just 20 and he 29. As those who might have been teenagers when the song was first released watched this new version with snippets of the short film, something started to dawn on them. Was that age gap inappropriate? Feminist writer Moira Donegan wrote on Twitter, Taylor Swift revisiting her 10-years-old bad breakup with an older man reflects a really particular feel where women remember relationships they had with older men in their teens and 20s and wake up like, wait, that was exploitation. Others wrote that seeing Sadie sink in the role of Taylor showed how predatory the age gap was, while others called out the fact that both Gyllenhaal and Swift were legally consenting adults and saying that a nine-year age gap is inherently predatory is also wrong. As many women take a look back at their own relationships of the past, they're now questioning whether the people they dated had their best interests in mind. 
When I was in high school, I started dating this guy who was at uni and he was probably in his like third or fourth year in uni. And I didn't see it as a big gap because I figured like he was just in the next step of life, right? You go to school, then uni. And so I didn't think it was that weird. But then when I finally got to his age and I turned 24 and imagined dating a 16, 17 year old, I was completely repulsed. I realized how weird that dynamic would have been. And I felt kind of gross that I got into that situation, even though it was completely consensual at the time. And I was like really into him and I thought it was all fine. In hindsight, I think it's gross. And I'm surprised that his friends didn't think it was weirder. When I was 21 and thought I was quite mature, I had a bit of a fling with a 34-year-old man and I remember we wrote to each other and I went and visited him in his home down in London. I was very into him at the time, but I can see now looking back that it was pretty one-sided. He was happy for the physical side of things, but it was never going to be more than that. And I can very much see now there was that power imbalance there from our kind of 14-year-ish age gap. It all ended and that was okay. I then met my husband less than two years later. He's six years older than me and that's not a huge age gap, obviously, but it did kind of matter as and when we wanted to have kids because we got married when I was 24. He would have happily started a family straight away. I was keen to wait. So we ended up kind of compromising and waiting until I was 30, which I felt a lot more comfortable with. Of course, there are tons of famous examples of couples who have significant age gaps, but are celebrated for their long-lasting relationships, like George Clooney, who's 17 years his wife Amal's senior. Perhaps the most famous of all are Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones, who have a quarter of a century between them. And it isn't just heterosexual couples either. Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor have a whopping 32-year age difference, yet have been together for six years and counting. But there's one major difference between these examples and Taylor Swift's situation, and that is that she was very young when she got involved with a much older Jake Gyllenhaal. And if you think that's wrong, he is far from being the only offender. Superman star Henry Cavill has had a slew of much younger girlfriends, including most shockingly in 2015 and 2016 when he was 32 and dating a 17-year-old student. Drake is also partial to a much younger woman, including model Bella Harris, who'd only just turned 18 when they first hooked up. She was barely out of high school while he was 32. The late Paul Walker was dating a woman 17 years younger than him when he died. They'd been together for a number of years, but it raised plenty of eyebrows when they first got together. She was only 16 while he was 33. But perhaps the most famous of all the men in Hollywood known for pursuing much younger women is A-lister Leonardo DiCaprio. In a now-famous graph circulating on Reddit, Leo's dating history is laid bare, showing that over the past two decades, he's never dated a woman over the age of 25. And while in the early noughties his girlfriend's age gaps hovered around six years, in more recent times, despite now being well into his 40s, he's still pursuing women in their early 20s, including his current squeeze model Camilla Moroni, with whom he has a 22-year age gap. He's 47, she's 24. And it isn't just movie stars. A spotlight was recently turned on the music business in a new documentary called Look Away, which includes interviews with the so-called baby groupies of the 70s and 80s. The filmmakers argue their stories reveal why the music industry desperately needs its own Me Too moment. There's a very dark aspect of the music industry that a lot of people aren't aware of. 
You wanted to be in that world. He saw me in this little girl's dress. He was thrilled. I must have looked like I was 12. The record companies looked away because the rock stars were making money for them. What happened to me was not rock and roll. And he said, you're too young to understand, but I'm the devil. There's a lot of people I could tell you stories about. One of the most famous rock stars addressed in the documentary is Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler, who in 1973 met a newly turned 16-year-old girl named Julia Holcomb. At the time, he was 25. Their relationship quickly took a very questionable turn when Tyler became her legal custodian so that she could cross state lines with him while he was on tour. For three years they were together, and not only did she become his ward, but also fell pregnant and then had an abortion, which she claims he forced her to do. She also accuses him of making and then withdrawing a marriage proposal, all before they broke up when she was still just 19, saying, I was subordinate to him as in a parent relationship and felt I had little control over my life. So are we being judgmental, or are these significant differences in life experience a problem, especially when one person is only just on the cusp of adulthood? Julia Noland is a relationship therapist and founder of Whole Heart Relationships. Julia, why are we obsessed when people date others who are much younger than them? It's only been, I guess, over the last 50 years that we've started to redefine relationships. Because originally, relationships were all about money or status. So we wanted to marry for money or status. And it wouldn't matter back then if we actually married someone who was older or younger than us. It was deemed okay in society. But modern love has changed us a little bit. And we're more flexible or we're more open or we're more aware around things like relationships that aren't monogamous. So you might have open relationships, polyamorous relationships, even monogamish relationships. But when it comes to age gap, society kind of turns their nose up at it. And I think it's mainly because we tend to believe that there's a power imbalance when it comes to an age gap. So we feel like someone is getting something from the other person. So it may be that, you know, a younger woman with an older man, oh, she's just after him for the money. Or if he's older man with a younger woman, oh, you know, he's just in it for the fun. So society tends to kind of look harshly on the age gap because they believe there's a power imbalance. But the power imbalance happens in all relationships. So how do we then identify, because the conversation at the moment is women looking back on their previous relationships from when they were younger and wondering if they were in fact in an exploitative or predatory relationship with an older man when they were barely adults themselves, how do we then identify when that relationship is predatory? Happy or successful relationships are based on a deep mutual friendship and respect So it's when both parties are able to identify their needs and feelings in the relationship, but can also hear and honor their partners. So if we're in a relationship and we're still exploring ourselves and understanding what it is that we need and want and how to actually ask for it, but we're with a partner who may be more well-adverse in their own needs and feelings then there is going to feel like there's a power imbalance. We're going to feel like we're not able to articulate or get across what it is that we need and want. And we are always redefining ourselves. We're always 
discovering who we are, what we want. So it makes sense when we're younger, say in up to our early 20s, what we want in a relationship may change by the time we're in our 30s, in our 40s. So it also depends on where we are in our life cycle. Being someone who's younger, our life cycle may be different to being with someone who's older. So we would hope, I guess, the older person has been experienced and gone through the things that we're going through. Can we look at the phrase, women mature faster than men? That seems to be brought up quite often when it comes to these large age gap relationships where the man is older, that the woman is somehow more mature even though she is younger. Is that true or is this a way to explain the treatment of some young women over history? I think this idea that women mature faster than men is a way that society does explain away, oh, it's okay, she's okay, you know, and that can also be because of multiple reasons, you know. It can be because we, by and large, as a society, we rely on young girls to be more responsible to be more nurturing, to think ahead. And then we say, oh, they're very mature, aren't they? But that's not maturity. That's us placing expectations on them that they've had to live up to. So I think that this idea that women are more mature, we may be thinking more about they tend to be more responsible or they can be, you know, more emotionally aware. But I don't know if we should say that they're more mature and therefore it's okay for them to be in a relationship with someone older. Can we then look at men in the public eye, not just in Hollywood? When we look at those who have stayed with women of their own age or older, they're considered to be amongst the minority and that there is something freakish about that. We're looking at, say, Hugh Jackman uh, or Emmanuel Macron who have you know older wives and people can't quite understand why wouldn't they just trade them in for a younger model like everybody else does. Um, men conditioned to want a younger model. Is that true? I think that comes back to when we married for status or for money. So it's this idea that men want a wife who is fertile, who is, you know, full of vitality and, you know, who can carry on the family name. So when we have men who choose to be with older women, we don't understand because that bucks the trend that we've had for so long. But again, successful relationships, this we have research in, successful relationships are found in deep friendships, in mutual respect, in the ability to express our needs and feelings and to honour our partner's needs and feelings. So nowhere in that does it say, oh, and they need to be within X amount of years age gap in order to be successful. Obviously, not all relationships that start when one person is young or where there's a significant age gap are problematic. But as Taylor Swift revisits these long-ago relationships, maybe we'll stop and wonder if the large age gap we experienced as young women was what we needed at the time or whether that older person used our age to show the world how powerful they are. And I was never good at telling jokes But the punchline goes, I'll get this episode of The Quickie was produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Siobhan Moran-McFarlane, with audio production by Ian Camilleri. 
And if you're keen to get some more podcast action in your life, why not check out our mates Lucy and Em and their show, The Undone, where they talk about all things people in their early 20s are facing. Like maybe you have a case of authority anxiety where you freak out speaking to your boss or someone like a police officer. Authority anxiety is a fear of authority, which is kind of a mix of performative anxiety and social anxiety. And I think personally that it really came about with millennials where their parents kind of ingrained in them that you have to always respect authority no matter what. Mm. But I do feel like that narrative is changing, especially in 2021, where we see a lot of people in authoritative positions taking advantage of everyone else. Check out The Undone in your favourite podcast app today. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.